Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Goracom, in which we take the time to the small cap companies after they put out important news. And today we're talking about multiple press releases uh, that have happened over the last couple of months. We're going to be talking with Howie Honeyman. He's a CEO at Forward Water Technologies, trades in Canada, FWTC. And hey, uh, if you talk about water and you talk about science, that's the guy. He has a PhD in chemistry, a materials expert, uh, over 50 U.S. patents. And this is third early stage company. So if you like, if you, if you know the problems with wastewater and, and water treatment and having to save it, then you know that the global water and wastewater treatment market is projected to grow from $285 billion uh, this year to $465 billion in 2028. Why? Currently, over 40% of the population of the global population resides in regions that are marked under critical water stress. And it's only going to get worse. Population is growing. So we need treatment of waste of water and wastewater uh, in a way for mankind to meet the increased demand for these water resources. Enter Forward Technologies. If this is the first time you're hearing about them, uh, more than just their mission statement of dedicated to saving the Earth's water supply, uh, the company was founded by Green Center Canada, a leading tech innovation center supported by the government of Canada. Uh, the company is in the middle of commercializing its proprietary forward osmosis technology for industrial uses. So that's important to understand. This isn't a retail product. This is for big scale projects. Uh, and they're going to reduce water consumption by up to 90%. And you can imagine all the benefits that go with that. Uh, some major initiatives already underway in India. They've got an exclusive licensee over there on the lithium side. They've got more than six NDAs signed with major lithium extraction companies. They got an engagement contract with Cornish Lithium. lithium. Uh, they've announced a development contract with a prominent Western Canadian lithium company. We don't know who that is an early development testing project with a globally positioned mining company. So we don't know who that is and all sorts of other great stuff. Howie, welcome back. Hope you had a great summer, my friend. Yeah, it was a great, but busy summer, George. Great to be here. Good to be here. Hey, so, I mean, there's so much going on uh, at yeah. the company, but a couple of press releases you've had lately, people might think they're just mundane press releases, but let's get into the details. FWTC uh, was in Denmark. Uh, visiting suppliers. Uh, why was that important? What should share yeah, with you know about that? Yeah, it wasn't just a supplier visit. We were in Denmark visiting our one of our membrane uh, suppliers that we, we, we rely on. Uh, we use the membrane technology uh, in part, but we used it as a basically a summit meeting between our Indian partner, our Danish supplier, and Forward Water, who are all um, uh, invested in seeing forward osmosis as a treatment technology get out into the industrial space. So what was really exciting for us is they shared their opportunities. Uh, there's multiple opportunities we, we were unaware of uh, in sugar refining, as an example. Uh, that's the first. And that, that's, it, it's, it's, it's really quite a complex process, but there's multiple opportunities within that process. And so we learned about what they're doing. They learned about what we're doing. And we see our Indian opportunities growing, other international opportunities growing, but we're all rowing in the same direction. So for forward, what we get is we get access to their business development as they get access to our business development. So it's a really unique and, and positive partnership. So we came away from that feeling uh, really good, 
we're helping them develop some of their opportunities, providing information about how for our forward osmosis works. They're bringing opportunities to the table and we're figuring out how we can service those opportunities, both in Europe, uh, elsewhere, and as well as in India. Our Indian partners have more than a, multiple opportunities and they are demonstrating the technology on site uh, as we speak. So really positive outcome. It's it's one of those things where you, you, you sit down, you're not sure where it's going to go, but you find out after a couple of days, you're all paddling in the same direction. You all see the same opportunities and you're self-validating the way you interpret the market. They see the market the same way we see it. And um, we're really encouraged that, that uh, anybody's opportunity that crystallizes is good for all of us. Um, we'll bring each other into the opportunities and that's, that's really exciting. And you know, India, we all know has got some major problems with water. You've got that. You know, yeah. you've got that partnership with Goldfinch there. Um, and that was your first major initiative before lithium was India. Um, how much closer, uh, you know, how's the pipeline looking? How much closer do you think you are to commercialization over yeah. there with the, with the opportunities? Let's let's just remember, there's two things that are driving in India, right? It is 4% of the world's fresh water, but 19% of the world's population. And the amount of water is dwindling. It's it is moving, if not already, in a crisis mode. Secondly, there's regulatory drivers that are happening now. Enforcement is actually becoming part of the, the sort of the industrial profile in India. That leads to opportunities for our partner uh, and subsequently us. They, our partner, Goldfinch Engineering, they have all the fabrication capabilities when they came to us. They could build and put things together, which really accelerated our, our, our drive into India. And they are currently on site in India operating a commercial pilot with a client who has said they will make a purchase um, provided the pilot uh, comes to comes demonstrates exactly what it what it what it should and we already know that it will because they this isn't new right so so the final pieces of the puzzle are being put in place for that effort it's super exciting we actually earlier this summer traveled to India to to uh, iron out some final performance issues. We did. We exceeded our partners' expectations in being able to provide that guidance, and they are at the final stages of their development with their first client, knowing that they've probably got about five or six additional clients lined up once this first domino uh, falls down. So, I, I'm glad we're really you said excited that because I think the same yeah. thing. If the first domino yeah. drops, I'm assuming there are because nobody wants to be the first. I know, even a Gorkom no. when we first started 20 years, <laughs> no one wanted to be the first. Once the first oh, came in, they all started falling. So. Is that yeah, how it, India it, you think might might go yeah. as well? Oh, I think the whole I think the whole the whole industry as a whole globally for for us, everybody's racing to be second, right? And and ah. uh, you know, uh, it's 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 the first, and you know, we're incentivizing all of the discussions we're having to get somebody to that that finish line first, right? So we're worried about the first. We're not worried about the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Those are those are going to fall in line um, when we get real field data. Uh, people have said, oh, that company made a buy decision. Well, we need to make our buy decision as well. Part of that effort is continually marketing the company, showing up to major conferences, and you guys were at yep. WefTech, which a lot of people don't know, but it's North America's largest water and wastewater conference. So, uh, you know, how do, I'm always curious how do conferences like that go because that's where you're meeting people for the first time uh, yep. uh, and, and, to and, and to show off your technology. You know what came what came of that conference? 
So, yeah, we had a presence. We were part of the Ontario Pavilion because we got some government support to get there. You know, we're still leveraging those those funding opportunities, but we had a physical presence at WebTech, and it's an enormous conference uh, for wastewater treatment space. Uh, two big things came out of that for us. One is, sector-wise, we're seeing a large drive to what's called MLD or ZLD, minimum liquid discharge or zero liquid discharge, and regulatory is pushing that. What happens in those processes is eventually you get such a concentrate of, of, of chemicals in your water, you can't treat it any further unless you use a technology like ours. So we're validating the need or the, the driver for the type of our technology. And we're seeing that we talk to some strategic partners and users, uh, people who want to help distribute our technology because they see it as a, a, a new piece of their portfolio that they require for their business. So a lot of great uh, input and validation on what we saw the market, uh, where we saw the market going and how we fit into that. So that's, that's really terrific. The other thing that we, we, we learned, um, talking to end users about competitive technologies. The competitive I want to ask you about that. So let's talk, because yep. devil's yep. advocate, you're not the only guy, you're not the only game in town. You got George Calm, Wastewater, Treatment, and they're saying they're yeah. the best. How are you guys yeah. signing, how are, you, how are you sizing up against the competition when you and speak to end users? We're learning that, you know, from a black box perspective, dirty water in, clean water out, what happens inside? And there are some advanced membrane-based desalination technologies that are that, that are emerging that are out there that on the surface might do the same thing that we do, but we're finding out from the actual end users, people who've tried to adopt those technologies, there's all sorts of problems associated with implementation on a practical level. Not an unusual issue. We think um, at this point, we offer a far more competitive solution to treat those same wastewaters that are going through that black box. And again, you know, we just need to get that field trial getting out there. And now we've started talking to some of these end users and we actually are completing our equipment that are just gonna allow us to go on site and show those people that through, through basically a, a demonstration, a paid for demonstration, but at a commercial scale. And we've got that equipment almost completed. We're gonna get out there into the field and that's gonna change their minds um, uh, in terms of how simplistic our technology is compared to these competitive technologies. So, and I think that's just, gonna, that's just gonna get them really excited and, and move forward with us. So on a scale of one to 10, you know, how happy were you with the reaction uh, from from WefTech to Ford Water when you were speaking to your know, George Com Industrial and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, I, I you know my expectations uh, went in a little bit low, but but I, I would say we probably got a nine a nine out of ten. Uh, we've got strategics that want to talk to us, people who have been making water acquisitions, large international companies that want to talk to us. Not necessarily about an acquisition, but a partnership. Uh, we've talked to end users who are like. I've got a real problem and I'm getting, I'm mandated now by my, my management to solve this problem because of upcoming regulatory issues. So we're working with end users. And then we've got large equipment suppliers who come up to say, I need something like you in my portfolio. So how can we work together? So those are really great stepping off points for future discussions. So really quite, quite happy. Never going to let my guys off with a perfect mark. So I'm going to say nine out of 10. I'm glad um, you said nine out of yeah. 10 because some small cap CEOs go 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10. It's just spectacular. And sometimes that's, you know, you're not sure if you believe that, but you saying nine out of 10 is, is, at, is very credible. I like that. I like that. At, I, I like at, that answer. Yeah. At Ford Water, you know, my, my only interest is, 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 is discussing 
the truth of of what what situation we're at. I don't want to have to backtrack out of any statements that I make down uh, down the line, and that's going to be something that's just inherent in the company. Um, and by the way, that's what also comes with the experience of this being your third early stage company. You've been yep. through this process where you want to report to shareholders, tell them how you're doing. And I, you probably learned the lesson a long time ago, you know, under promise over perform. Otherwise chicken, people are going to be on your back. Chicken. Right. Yeah. Under, yeah, exactly. That's, that's one of the managers, but the, when it always kills me is the chickens always come home to roost. Right. So if you just yep. kick a problem down the line, it's coming back and usually comes back a little bit more significant. So I just try to make sure that, that there's an honest reflection of the work that we're doing. Um, not, not over promise, uh, but not under deliver either. A lot of small cap investors are very interested in the side of the company on, on the lithium side of the company. Yeah. I mean, everyone understands India and these big industrial uses and they get that. And that's great for sure. But, you know, in the small cap world, lithium is a very big topic today. Oh, and you've fire. got yeah. multiple engagements there with very material companies uh let's talk about them if you can you know if you want to kind of give us an update on how are things going with Cornish Lithium how are things going with the yep. prominent western company and the global mining company just to just to let everybody in on what's happening there yeah so so look just just a little bit of background for the for the investors out there most lithium is projected to come out from aquifers that are located underground and these aquifers are located all over all over the globe at this point, and everybody is looking in their local jurisdiction. But they all have the commonality that it is lithium that is dissolved or solvated with other salts in water. And that's what forward water does, is we treat heavily mineralized uh, water or wastewater, in this case, it's gonna be a source water. And we've been finding enormous response and our ability to concentrate those waters and make them more manageable down the line for the lithium extraction process, which is commonly referred to as DLE, but there's all sorts of various flavors of, of DLE. We're working with companies to show that we can work prior to the DLE process to give them a smaller volume to deal with and post the DLE process to reduce the volumes that they have to deal with um, downstream in their process. And we have actively, uh, we've got uh, probably eight to 10 discussions going on. But as you mentioned, there's three that are very prominent for us. And why are they prominent? They're prominent because we're actually receiving samples of their assets from their various process steps in our labs. We're doing the analysis on a fee basis. So this is revenue generating for us. These companies are asking us to do this work because they see it as valuable and paying us to do it. One of them is Cornish Lithium, which is a, uh, a group um, in... Uh, that's developing the uh, assets in southwest or southwestern England, and uh, they've paid for engineering scale trials at this point, which we're nearing completion. We're very happy with the results. We have to get those results to our client and make sure that they see the same value. But we're very pleased with 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 the early stage results that are coming out of that. Um, the other companies who have asked to remain nameless, and and and, and that I have to respect that. Of um, they're they're moving quickly as they can. We're analyzing samples and we're providing not only um, uh, our treatment results, but we're providing some guidance in terms of water treatment as a whole for them and providing them with a little bit more value other than just treating it using our technology. So we're in the we're we're exchanging samples, revenues uh, uh, moving back and forth for us. You know, small revenue, but still revenue nonetheless. Shows that there's skin in the game, um, and we're all advancing those projects to the next steps. Some of these companies have the ability to turn on a full-scale commercial project 
the stroke of a pen overnight. So these are really well-resourced companies that, that we're working with. And I think the, the thing I like to say when I'm talking about this is lithium is a gold rush. Like it is really going to be the gold rush of the century. And it's only climb in the next two, three, four, five, Absolutely. ten years. And we're selling shovels. So, you know, everybody's going to need a shovel to dig that you know, gold out of the earth. And our technology looks like it has really broad application across all of these companies. And, and it's not necessarily a competitive issue. Um, we're just going to aid in making each one of these companies a little bit more efficient, reduce their operating costs and, 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 and like. So it's a really nice sector for us to focus on. And we're making really good headway uh, with some of our partners already. And, and I'm, I'm really excited by that. Um, and my you, goal and you, is not to diminish our, our effort on the, on the waste side either, oh. which we still think is really good. But, but it is a really prominent sector for us to work in. And last time we spoke, you had more than uh, at least six, more than six NDA signed with major lithium extraction companies. So, oh yeah, yeah, they, we, we, yeah. We're we're everybody we reach out to or reaches out to us. We have progressive discussions. So every every client we've interacted with on the lithium front, the project has always moved forward. Right. Um, That's pretty good. Uh, you don't stage, get George Gum yeah. saying thanks, no thanks, and dropping no. off. They're all moving forward. At some level, yeah, absolutely. You know, an introductory discussion leads to a technical presentation, leads to an NDA, leads to flow sheet analysis, leads to samples exchanging, right? That's sort of the progression that we're looking at. Um, fair to say that the domino effect is on the lithium side as well, that if, you know, Cornish or any of these other, the two, you know, the two big companies that are unnamed, you know, fall, if those dominoes fall, do you think that'll also create a uh, you know a domino effect there? I, I think so, and I think you know working with Cornish Lithium has been a fantastic relationship, really great company to work with. Um, they've indicated to us that the way that they want to deploy the technology could be sort of an internal domino effect. If we're commercially successful with them, and there's you know we're working towards that, um, and, and and they'll certainly have their side of this uh, discussion. Um, they've indicated to us that. There would be multiple sales within their own company, so they're they're not looking at a single plant. They're looking at you know five, six, as many as ten or fifteen plants wow. within their own operation, which which um, you know would be would be um, it. I I I I'd stay away from thinking about that because it would be speaking both two hundred and uh, we'll see we'll see. But I'm. These are not small sales if, if we're successful um, in any of these events. All right. And I wish I could ask you about timelines and all that, but I know you can't talk about that, but that's, I'm so interested yeah, in yeah. what's going on, on the lithium side. It's unbelievable. You know, it's a really interesting industry, right? It's emerging. There's not incumbent technology to displace. It has to have a, a really excellent ESG footprint to get the lithium. You can't get a sustainable material by polluting up the world, right? So all of these companies... Uh, want to? I, I think it's a better way to look at it. But they're 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 both forced to, but they want to. But a sustainable water conservation, low energy process in place to get this material, so we can all um, rely on the the sustainability aspects that that lithium metal provides to us through the the battery technology. So it's a really interesting um, uh, case scenario that that's set up. They're all aggressive. They're all making the buy decisions. Uh, you know, in the next two to three years, at least, if not sooner. Um, and it, and it's, it's, it's a race. It's a, it's a race. It's and a race. What I love about the lithium side. Humanity is, has to win, right? Like we have to win this one. 
Yeah, what I love about the lithium side is that's just going to be a, a, a an emerging, it's a paradigm shifting, parabolic growing industry for the next 25 years. Yeah. Whatever wins happen today, if they establish forward, there's the potential to just be the go-to solution in an industry that's just going to blow up in the next 25 years as we race towards electric. Yeah, you, you, you touch on something really that's really, I've always looked at forward waters technology as, yeah, it's difficult to implement large scale technology is difficult to implement we're gonna we're going to get there but it's a generational return technology right you get established and you're there you're there for 20 30 years right and 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 so i think that's one of the huge um advantages developing a technology like this has lithium came along at a very timely way and so we're we feel like we're on the wave and we've got ability to remain on that wave and um uh indicators just that that's true we're in q4 right now uh, well, you know, decently into Q4. What is the, I mean, there, I know we've already talked about so much that's on the plate. Is there, are there any milestones that you look, I'm not talking about sales, but any other uh, major events that you hope to have accomplished here in Q4? I know your mobile, your mobile demonstration unit is pretty much done. You're about 85%. So that'll be a big one when it's done. Anything else that investors should be looking for in Q4? Yeah, I, I think, I think what, you know, I guess to look for, um, is are we progressing on our projects as we said we were? Are our lithium projects moving from a, a small stage to a larger stage to the next stage? That, that's one. The other one that I, I think I, I, I'm really focused on is getting commitment for this demonstration, this commercial demonstration equipment um, on site at, at an end user. We're working with um, uh, both at some engineering uh, design companies in the United States. We're working with some mining companies here in Canada and any one of those could could evolve into um, uh, uh, a paid-for uh, commercial demonstration project, and that's the other key thing that I would look for. Because that once we get that on site, we're operating it um, uh, not necessarily for generating revenue. We will generate revenue from it, but we get the data sets. We prove the technology works on site yeah, in the it's field, setting up the big sale, uh, and it's uh, yeah, not the revenue and it, generated. And it, 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 exactly, and um, I mean those those are, for lack of a better term, those are key indicators I would look for. All right. Well, we'll be looking for that. And uh, it's amazing. And by the way, your balance sheet, uh, that's which is very important to discuss, we should bring it up for a second because there are financial challenges in the markets and the capital markets around the world right now. And if yeah, your sure George is. Calm Industries and you're, and you're running on fumes, you may run out of fuel, period, because money is a little more difficult. By. But you're pretty comfortable. You guys did a good job when you went public last year of making sure to cash up pretty well. Let's talk about your balance sheet just for a little bit so people realize that you've got some, You've got, as a founder, you're never 100% comfortable until cash flow is <laughs> flowing in. But in the meantime, Absolutely. Your, your balance sheet does give you some comfort, right? We, we, we've, we do. We, we, we've kept expenses and continue to keep expenses fairly low um, while at the same time enabling the critical aspects of the business growth. So that, that plus what we accomplished in our initial raise, that gives us a, a timeline that I feel is reasonable. I'm never going to be comfortable looking at, at my balance sheet ever, uh, right? Um, I, know, never and, I never am. I never am. I never. So, so, um, but but it does give us some breathing space and keeping our head well above water, and it gets us the key things that we, we need to do. Now, you know, happy challenges. If, if we end up with a, a an enormous, massive project, uh, no, you know, we'll have to look at how we how we how we finance that. Um, but today, to get the business commercial, I think we're in a pretty comfortable space. 
Well, you know, congrats, look, congratulations on how far you brought the company to date. It is no easy feat. Anybody out there who's ever started a company or been part of a startup or early stage company, the first ideas are great. George Cobb, we're going to make these widgets and we're all excited. But the really difficult part is how do you even get in front of big strategics and big commercial and big potential customers? That alone can take years, let alone get to the stage where you have, where you got multiple NDA signed, partnership signed. I mean, you you brought it right to the edge pre-commercialization right there. And I can't wait to see you guys, you know, move forward, pardon them, pun intended. Yeah. I, I, I still lose sleep, even though it was my, my third sort of sort of evolution. Um, all I've gotten good at is 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 working with very little sleep. <laughs> Look, I watched, um, I'll leave you with this. I watched a documentary with Steven Spielberg um, uh, a couple of days ago. And I what I found blow away interesting was, and it gave me comfort and probably give you comfort and everybody at home has been part of this. He, I, I thought he comes into his movies. He's got it all figured out, set it up, set the shot next. Yeah, I got this. And he said, he still goes into every shot, not every movie, every shot with some nervousness. And is he going to yeah. get it right? But he says, you need that nervousness in order to make sure you're not complacent enough and you don't do the 100% job. When you have that little nerves, you, you push all the way through. So I, you're in that position. So you're the Steven Spielberg of small cap. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'm that far, but you certainly you got to sweat the details every day. And uh, you just can't you can't let up. It, it's 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 it's. You know, pop your head up every once in a while, make sure you're going in the right direction, but you got to sweat the details, every little one all the time. I agree. Um, it's good to know that uh, yeah, maybe I share a small attribute with somebody who's successful as Steven Spielberg. So that, that's, that's fun to know. Well, uh, you know, keep, keep being nervous and can't wait to have you back, Howie, in the near future, buddy. Awesome, George. I look forward to it. It's always great speaking with you, man. To everybody at home, you've been watching or been listened by uh, by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Howie Honeyman, he's President CEO at Forward Water Technologies, trades in Canada under the stock symbol FWTC. For those of you who are looking to start your due diligence, because there is a lot of great technology here. It's new technology. Look, even for the lithium world, it's brand new technology. So if you want to get up to speed, get over the company's profile page on Agoracom. We give you a good thousand foot overview summary night nice and neatly organized to understand this company and then when you've got that base knowledge head over to the company's website do your deep dive due diligence thanks for joining us have a great day see you next time take care everybody Bye. hey guys this podcast is over but don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment and then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.